Hello and welcome to My Friend Irma from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. And Irma, created by Cy Howard, transcribed from Hollywood, and starring Marie Wilson as Irma and Kathy Lewis as Jane. to brag, but I have nerves of steel. I could see a pink dragon on a pogo stick playing hopscotch. It wouldn't faze me a bit. You see, nothing surprises me, nothing at all, because I live with Irma Peterson, the strangest creature of them all. calls her column My Day. What's this? Uh, well, since I'm writing a gossip column, I think I'll call mine um, Inside the Keyhole Looking Out. <laughs> Inside the Keyhole Looking Out? Isn't that rather drafty? <laughs> Irma, what are you raving about? Well, Jean, didn't you know I'm writing a column? Oh, sure, and I'm fighting Rocky Marciano on Mother's Day. <laughs> Read this letter. Okay, honey, let me see it. Miss Irma Peterson, we have your note in which you state that our paper, The West Side Shopper, lacks appeal for women. We would welcome any contribution our readers can make, be it a sentence, a paragraph, or a column. Yeah, and look what it says right here. Naturally, as far as payment is concerned, you must understand it will be great. Where? Right there. Irma says as far as payment is concerned, it will be gratis. Oh, gratis. That's even greater. <laughs> <laughs> Gratis means for nothing. Oh, you mean they won't pay me for my column? Irma, this newspaper is given away for nothing, and with a column by you in it, they may find it hard to get that price. Oh. <laughs> Jen, I don't think that's very complimentary. Now, honey, please don't get carried away by this letter. Just forget the whole thing, huh? No, sir, I'm going to become a columnist. Now, now look what it did for Walter Winchell. It put him in radio, television, and all the ships at sea. <laughs> free boat rides I'll get. <laughs> How's that again? Uh, well, look what it did for Eleanor Roosevelt. She became so famous they made her husband president. Irma. <laughs> and, and, and I'm not going to let you discourage me. I've already written my first column and I think it's pretty good. Uh, why don't you look at it? All right, Cookie, okay. Let me see it. Inside the Keyhole Looking Out by Irma Peterson. Today was a lovely day. The sun was shining. The snapdragons were snapping. The hollyhocks were hawking. And the daffodils were daffy. I felt so at home with my flowers. I, I have talent, haven't I, Jane? Yeah, and nerve, too. Read on. All right, I'll try. I woke up early... And for breakfast, had juice, toast, eggs, and three friends with coffee. <laughs> Did you dunk them? Why don't you read on? All right. Maybe there's a trace of oxygen somewhere in this carbon monoxide. All right. Ah, beauty hints. Girls, to have a lovely figure, do as I do. Bend down and touch your toes ten times. 
If you have extra long toes, stand back a little as this is cheating. <laughs> to have beautiful hair, wash your head with beer. <laughs> Keep your mouth closed during this treatment as this may prove to be habit forming. <laughs> Uh, do you mind if I read it over your shoulder? No, my dear. Be my guest. Um, ladies, if you feel that your ears are too long, try wearing your earrings on top of your ears. This will pull them up. Stop when it reaches the height of your head. And remember, wrinkles are caused by thinking. All my friends say I have a lovely skin. <laughs> a gossip column. Well, certainly. That comes next. Honey, how can you write gossip? You don't know any important people. I don't. I guess Lorelei Schmierbaum isn't anybody. <laughs> Lorelei Schmierbaum? How did she ever get the name Lorelei? Well, she sits on rocks in front of her house and whistles at fellas. <laughs> well, that is an item, yeah. yeah. Uh, I got dozens like that. Uh, see what I wrote here under social items? Amber Lipscott, well-known girl sandhog, was trapped under the Hudson River for three hours. She was rescued by Freddie Fulton, prominent frogman, and they have been jumping around together ever since. If this is Elsa Maxwell with a gun, please come in. Oh, hi, Miss O'Reilly. How are you? Uh, girls, wait till you hear the news. Oh, wait. Don't say anything until I get my pencil. Pencil? Yes. Irma's doing a column for the West Side Shopper. Oh, I read that paper every day. Where's your column going to be, Irma? I'm going to alternate between the obituary column. When nobody dies, they're going to use my stuff. <laughs> Maybe we ought to go around poisoning people. Well, she has nothing to lose. Personally, I think it's a lot of fun writing about who was seen with whom, what was seen where, and why. When my late husband, Officer Clancy, was caught in me, our names was always in the column. Not really. Yes. It always said, what handsome officer was seen with which? <laughs> With which? Yes, and they always made the same typographical error. They spelled it W-I-T-C-H. <laughs> Miss O'Reilly, my column is going to contain beauty hints, and you always say you have a lot of beauty secrets. Would you give me some? Oh, I'd be glad to, dearie. Now, a lot of girls have red hair like mine, and they want to keep it naturally red. So all you do is take the juice of three tomatoes. Yes? Chop up two beets, add a half cup of ketchup and a dash of A1 sauce, and just rub it into the scalp. <laughs> it's simple, and the whole thing only costs 35 cents. <laughs> Is that a la carte or on the dinner? <laughs> Is Mrs. O'Reilly in there? Yes, come in. Yeah, hello, girls. Oh, so there you are. What's wrong, maestro? Mrs. O'Reilly, did you ever hear about the little boy who held his finger in the hole in the dike? Yes. Well, you better send for him. The pipe in my room is leaking again. <laughs> I know. I've already sent for the plumber. Uh, my darling, have you written any of your column yet? Yes, I read most of it to Jane. Oh, uh, but here's something under cooking hints. Cooking hints? Yes. To all housewives, many of you have trouble stuffing a turkey because it is so dark inside the bird. 
We suggest you pull the turkey inside out, stuff it on the outside, and then shove it back into place again. Wait a minute. Uh, uh, did I hear right? You're writing a column? Yes, for the West Side Shopper. Oh, this can ruin my health. What do you mean? I buy a herring twice a week and they wrap it in that newspaper. Well, you wouldn't make that remark to Mrs. Roosevelt. Uh-huh. So that's where you got the idea. Maestro, will you tell her she's not cut out for it? She thinks I'm against her. Well, why should we criticize her? She might have fun writing choice bits of gossip about the people in the neighborhood. Such as? Well, uh, cute little things like uh, when Maestro Wonderkin is near Kathleen O'Reilly, the air is full of electricity. <laughs> Why do you say it's electricity? Is it because you're built like a turbine? <laughs> or, or because that face of yours is enough to shock anybody? Now, wait a minute, you left over from a dog's dinner. <laughs> But do you hear? Stop it. I, I won't print a word about either of you in my column. There's a little object lesson for you, sweetie. Not only can you break up people's lives by what you print in the paper, but you can be sued, and don't you forget it. Sued? Yes. If you print anything that's untrue, that's libel. Well, go on, Jane. Finish the sentence. That's libel to what? No. <laughs> no, honey. Libel is slander in the written form. I don't understand. Uh, let me explain. If I should say... Mrs. O'Reilly is 90 years old. That is slander. I should say so. <laughs> but if I print that she is 90 years old, this is libel. Indeed. However, if I add them both together and say she's 180, this is neither slander nor libel. This is an historical fact. <laughs> Goodbye, girls. Oh, I'm getting right after him. And Irma, if you print anything about me, print my true age. 39. Goodbye. 39? Jane, is that slander or libel? That's neither. That's hallucination. <laughs> Hello? Yes. Yes, just a minute. It's for you, hon. Oh, thanks. Hello? Who's this? Westside Shopper? Oh, Janie, it's my editor, Mr. Fletcher. Uh, yes, Mr. Fletcher. Oh, I'm getting my column ready. Huh? Oh, that's too bad. Why don't you call the zoo? The zoo? What are you talking about? He says they have a dead lion at the office. That's a deadline! Well, don't kill it. Yes, Mr. Fletcher, yes. Well, she misunderstood you. I'm her roommate, Jane Stacy, and... I see. You say it's very nice of her to volunteer to do this column for nothing? Yeah, well, I'm sure you'll get your money's worth. I mean, uh, it, uh, she'll have it by tomorrow. Yes, I see. Cho choice bits of neighborhood gossip. All right, Mr. Fletcher. I'll tell her. Bye. Carly, you want the column by tomorrow? Well, why can't I turn in the one I already wrote? Why? Why? Irma, on the masthead of the West Side Shopper is a small picture of Washington crossing the Delaware. Do you want him to jump into the water? <laughs> what should I do? Write a new one, honey. Fletcher wants neighborhood gossip. Just go to all the places you know and find out what's new. All right. <laughs> Thank you.
Sullivan, watch out. Sidney Skolsky, look for a new job. Louis Sobel, save your money. Boys, you're in a lot of trouble. Because today, Irma Peterson begins her new column for the West Side Shopper. There she is at the kitchen table assorting her first scoops. Cookie, did you get anything good? Oh, yes, several items. Yeah? The Jones baby has measles, and Mr. Klotz the baker was the first to notice it. So I'm writing it in the newspaper style, you know. Newspaper style? Yes, Klotz spots tots dots. <laughs> Klotz spots tots dots? Yeah. Irma, why don't you jump out that window and land on that cab so you can write wax back smacks hack? <laughs> must have a certain style. You know, a flavor. Well, your writing does have a flavor. <laughs> so does an unripe persimmon, honey. What other items did you pick up? Well, I thought I'd write something about the big fire this morning. No, now you're talking a five-alarm fire. That's news. What did you write? Well, there was a fire on 74th Street. I watched it from the restaurant across the way. The prices are very reasonable. Hash is only 35 cents. <laughs> Is that all you wrote? That's all I ate. Barbara <laughs> Peterson, for some crazy reason, I told Mr. Fletcher of the West Side Shopper that you'd have a column ready by 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. If this is all of the stuff that you've collected, I'd better call him up right now and tell him to pad the obituary column with Undertaker jokes. Oh. <laughs> no, Jane, please don't. Uh, I'm going out for more news, and I won't have as much trouble now. What do you mean? Well, people didn't believe I was a real newspaper woman, but now I have a press card. You had a press card? Yeah. Oh, honey, let me see. Here it is. Press 50. Irma, this is 53. Yeah, I know, Jane. This card used to say pants press 50 cents, but I tore off the pants. <laughs> Why? Well, I've become a columnist for the West Side Shopper, and I need some gossip. Well, you certainly came to the right person, because I have just joined the Glissenbees. The Glissenbees? Yes. Yeah, my new girls' club. Oh, how do you spell it? Uh, G-W-S-N-B-M-Y. G-W-S-N-B-M-Y? Well, what does the letter stand for? Girls who say no but mean yes. <laughs> and believe me, since I joined this club, I get so much dirt I could sell my ears to True Confessions magazine. <laughs> Do you remember Penelope Cistern? Oh, yes. Uh, didn't she just get engaged? Yeah. To Guy Schimmelbacher. Oh. But they broke it off. She found lipstick on his handkerchief. Well, didn't he have an alibi? Yeah, but not a very good one. He said some woman was choking to death on a quarter and he was trying to get it out of her throat. (laughs) So now she's going around with Harvey Greskin. But I thought Harvey was going with Mamie Schwab. Didn't you hear what happened with Mamie? No. She's practically bald. She had a job in a defense plant and her hair got caught in a conveyor belt. (laughs) It took him almost six hours to get her out. Of course, she got paid for overtime. I make a note of it. Naturally, you heard the news about me. No, what news? Oh, Scarlett, I didn't notice you're wearing an engagement ring. Yeah. <laughs> How do you like it? Oh, it's lovely. What an unusual ring. Is that a diamond? No, it's granite. <laughs> My boyfriend's a tombstone cutter. <laughs> well, I gotta go 
show him I'll be looking for your column. Well, I, I haven't got enough material yet. Well, dearie, if you want to know all the goings-on, go to the police station. Everybody who's anybody in this neighborhood is there at least once a week. <gasps> See, that's a wonderful idea. I'm going right down. Oh, tell me, Scarlett, uh, when do you and your boyfriend plan to get married? In August. I thought you were going to get married in July. Well, that's when he has his vacation, and he wants to have fun then. <laughs> Before we start, would you mind emptying the wastebasket? Okay, Chief. I'll be back in a flash with the trash. <laughs> That's newspaper talk. I'm writing a column. You? Yes. Uh, have you any gossip? Gossip? Yes. How do you and Mrs. Clyde get along? Uh, we fight all the time. Wait, I'll write the gossip down. Uh, what do you fight about? She thinks you should be hung, and I think you should be shot. <laughs> Uh, give me an item for my car. Miss Peterson, I called you here today to take dictation, and if you know what's good for you, you'll take it. Well, all right, but make it fast. I I've got to, to meet a, a sick tiger. Now, I want... <laughs> sick tiger? It's newspaper talk. It's some kind of animal. Sick tiger. You couldn't possibly mean a dead lion. That's it, dead lion. <laughs> and I think we fight for freedom of the press. <laughs> Take this letter. Okay. The District Attorney Hawkins, New York City, New York. Dear sir, congratulations on your election. You should go far in your office because you have a surprising record. Sincerely, Milton J. Clyde. Got it. Read it back. To District Attorney Hawkins, New York City, New York. Dear sir, congratulations on your election. I'm surprised a man with your record could get into office. <laughs> Miss Peterson, do you really want some gossip for your column? Oh, it would make me so happy. Good. Just print this. Irma Peterson, secretary to Milton J. Clyde, was fired today. Oh, well, you're not frightening me. I'm going to make a whole career. Why, I'll have columns in every paper in the country. Who knows? I may even have my own newsstand. <laughs> Oh, Irma Peterson. You're lost again? Well, we'll have one of the boys take you home. No, Sergeant, I'm not lost. I'm doing a column for the West Side Shopper on local gossip. You? Writing a column? Now I'm stumped. I don't know whether to give you a sanity test or a sobriety test. <laughs> but if you want news, stick around. Things happen here every minute. Why, just yesterday... Oh, you're wrong. I'm right. That truck was coming to... Oh, hello, hello, Emma. Hello. Uh, Sergeant, that truck was making a left-hand turn. It was making a right turn. How would you know you were flirting with the truck driver? <laughs> you started to wink at him. Your false eyelashes got stuck together. You couldn't even see what street you were on. I don't have my right. Oh, Al! Chicken? I've been framed. Now, what's the charge, officer? Stolen card. I didn't steal it. I fell asleep in the back seat. Oh, yeah? How come? I was tired after walking around all day looking for a job. You looking for a job? Take him away. No, 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 my Al. Well, Al, wait a minute. I've got to talk to you. Please, officer. All right, lady. You can get in the cell with him. I'll give you five minutes. Chicken, I didn't do it. you got to believe me. 
Now, why are you looking at me like that? Al, I'm a columnist, and I must print all the gossip of the neighborhood. Well, why couldn't you write that they had a contest here to see who had the prettiest hands? And mine was so beautiful, they insisted on taking fingerprints. <laughs> no, Al, on the top of our newspaper, it says, a pluribus unum. Uh, that's French for the truth and nothing but the truth. <laughs> And if you put my name in your column, we're through. Time's up. Come on, sister. Come, Irma, we're waiting for you. Oh, don't cry, darling. We know what a choice you have to make. I know what it is to be torn between love and duty. Mrs. O'Reilly, I don't know who tore you, but whoever zipped you up did an awful job. Irma, darling... Here in America, we have something called freedom of the press, and many men have died to protect it. Uh, by freedom of the press, is not, not meant the freedom to print everything we want to, but rather the freedom to print that which is true. This is something you cannot forget, even though it may mean hurting someone you love. I understand. I remember one night I had a battle with my late husband, Clancy. Oh, it was a beaut. We destroyed more crockery than the San Francisco earthquake. <laughs> the police came with a reporter, so I told the reporter that Clancy and me was just dancing the rumba. Did the reporter swallow that? No, because the reporter said it was the first time he'd seen the rumba danced where the woman kept her foot on her partner's face. <laughs> and you too, Irma, must learn to recognize the truth. Well, I've made up my mind. I'm going to print the truth about Al. Even though I know it'll make me an old maid. Oh, forget Al. Just as long as what you do is a credit to journalism. Well, maybe I don't need Al. But on cold nights, it's going to take an awful lot of newspapers to keep me warm. <laughs> Irma, cheer up. This is your big day. What time does your paper come out, honey? In a couple of hours. You satisfied with the column you turned in? I didn't get a chance to read it. Well, I may have misspelled a couple of words. Uh, how many K's in success? <laughs> two. Why, there are two J's in Georgia. <laughs> Hello? Yes. Uh, no, Mr. Fletcher, this is Miss Stacy. Tell Irma what? You took the item about Al out of her column because the man who stole the car confessed. Isn't that wonderful? Now I still have the man I love and I'm a success. What? Irma, hold the success story. What did you say, Mr. Fletcher? You're afraid you'll be sued by Mr. Schultz? Just a minute. Irma, what did you write about Schultz the butcher? Well, he, he just got married, so I asked him how he met his wife. Yeah? He said he was standing on the corner. When this heavyset woman came toward him, he looked at her. It was pure fate. You know what you wrote? But he was standing on the corner when this heavy-set woman came toward him. He looked at her. It was pure fat. The proceeding has come to you through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.